0: Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. In November 2020, San Diego voters approved Measure B. Measure B ended the city's old police review board and replaced it with a new, more powerful board called the Commission on Police Practices. But before the new commission can appoint new members, the San Diego City Council must first pass an ordinance that outlines how the commission will operate. In the meantime, the board is understaffed and unable to keep up with the growing workload. Brandon Hilpert is the chair of the Commission on Police Practices. Commissioner, I was hoping that you could give me just a brief overview of uh, what the former board did and what the the new Commission on Police Practices will do.
1: Sure. So the former um, review board basically would look at internal affairs closed case files, and then we would review it to make sure that allegations that were brought up were being thoroughly investigated and were done properly. So the nice thing about the way San Diego does our model is it allowed both the CRB previously and now the commission to review cases before officers received any discipline for sustained findings so if for example we reviewed a case and we disagreed with internal affairs we could go back to them and basically explain our reasoning why we felt you know a, a finding should have been sustained perhaps instead of a not sustained um, which is u- unusual because most departments don't have that once the oversight group reviews a complaint or a case, at that point it's closed and things can't be changed. So our model here in San Diego is a little bit different. Going forward, the Commission on Police Practices will have the mandatory duty to do independent investigations of all officer-involved shootings and in-custody deaths. And then also we will have the discretionary ability to do independent investigations on pretty much any case that the commission deems appropriate. The commission would have to vote to do so, but it allows uh, citizen oversight of, of pretty much any case.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, and this is, you know, was really highly supported by San Diego voters. It's passed with seventy-five percent of the vote. But there has been a hangup, and you wrote a, a letter to City Council, uh, kind of saying that the commission was in danger of collapse. What's going on?
1: Sure. Yeah. So you know, as, as with all complicated issues, this is definitely one of them. Um, it's definitely taking longer than than we would have liked. We unfortunately kind of saw this happening uh, before the vote, and we sent a memo to the city council at the time, uh, asking them to basically try to fully staff the board at the time, uh, just because we knew that it would take you know a good year and a half is what we were thinking uh, before you'd be able to have new commissioners added. So the hiccup here is while we're in that transition process, um, the city needs to do their implementation ordinance, which basically, as you kind of stated, sets the structure for how the commission will operate and then once that's done the city council can then appoint uh, new commissioners but until that date we can't do so so ever since the election uh and then the measure was was chaptered is what it's called the secretary of state for california basically makes it become law um which happened in december of last year from that date forward we can't really ever add a new commissioner until that ordinance goes through so just because we're all volunteers uh it's a lot of work um and then over the last couple of years, we've had far more complaints, uh, just because everything that's kind of gone on uh you know nationwide, people are much more willing to file complaints. And I think also on top of that, we we just have been as a society, we've become much more aggressive in in police oversight. So our complaints have, have gone up almost double. Um, typically in an average year, uh, the Previous board and the commission would look at about sixty complaints. In uh, the last fiscal year, we closed out one hundred and I think it was like one hundred and twenty-five. So it's definitely increased quite a bit. And for volunteers who basically had, you know, initially been told you're going to be spending anywhere from you know twenty to thirty hours a month uh, on a volunteer basis doing case reviews, you know, we have commissioners that you know are, are doing probably. Minimum, I would say probably closer to 40, and in some cases, like myself and some of the other, uh, you know, members are doing closer to 100 hours a month. So it's just that there's you know burnout that kind of comes into play. Um, it's, it's a lot of work, and obviously we have to you know review sometimes some very difficult cases, you know, things like in, in custody deaths and, and officer-involved shootings. Um, but we all do it because we believe in the cause, and we think it's important for there to be civilian oversight of of the San Diego Police Department. Um, the one thing is, you know. Right now, we have a lot of commissioners who who have stayed on that they've either turned out, which they're allowed to stay on until they're replaced, uh, but they've officially done their, their you know, maximum of eight years of service. Uh, but they're staying on because they believe strongly in what we're doing. But the flip side is, you know, we have people who have had to resign because they've, you know, accepted a job out of town. Uh, they have family commitments or, you know, personal issues that, that you know, it limits the amount of volunteer hours they can put in. So just we've had attrition over the last year and a half. And that's why right now we're we're down to about 13 uh, members that are actually doing case reviews. Uh, we should be at 23. So that's why we sent out the memo asking the city council to move forward to create a standalone ordinance that would allow new commissioners to be appointed. Um, those would still be you know temporary until that ordinance uh, comes down the, the pipe. They're looking at having the city council review it uh, February 28th, uh, and then realistically it'll probably not go into effect. You know, for I would say a minimum of not probably nine to 12 months.
0: How has the city responded so far?
1: Um, we've had some initial discussions. I think right now uh, the city's goal is to basically move forward in one, one ordinance. Um, I think they're just hoping to try to, to have everything done all at once. There's some community feedback that uh, they don't want an interim step, but our concern is just a fact that we would rather have temporary members added uh, so we can continue oversight, rather than having cases that kind of either delay for too long, or that it's just not able to move forward as fast as as we've been able to. So as I said, we have a backlog of, I think right now, about 90 cases that are waiting for commissioners to review and then present to the full commission. Uh, So it is a delay. Uh, Typically, we we try to get cases done within usually no more than 90 days. And unfortunately, with the number of cases we have, we've definitely gone far beyond that.
0: Uh, okay, will you talk more about um, the job itself? I mean, you're, you're seeking, hopefully soon, interim commissioners. Who do you consider? How are the appointments made? And, and just a little more about the, the work itself.
1: Sure, so that's a little bit of a moving target. Um, obviously, um, we made some recommendations as to what we thought would be appropriate for the city to look at for criteria for new commissioners. Um, The implementation ordinance isn't done yet, but there's a draft that's out. The way that draft is currently set up is that you would have one person that would reside in each of the city council districts. So we'd have nine commissioners uh, set up specifically by essentially your your geographic location. Then we would also have two members that would be youth seats. So that'd be anyone that's between the ages of 18 and 24. And then we'd have um, city council would appoint point five members who would reside Anywhere within um, the city's low and moderate income districts based on US Census tract. And then beyond that, we have nine members that could basically be kind of the wide range of of community members. So typically, what we're looking for there is people who have uh, experience with criminal justice, um, who might have expertise in either mental health or addiction treatments. Uh, social work, and civil rights, things like that. So those are the current criteria that, that's in the draft ordinance. Um, it might possibly change that goes through city council, but that's where we stand right now. So there would be a total of 25 members.
0: I mean, anything else that you would like to add about this topic?
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's 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 an interesting topic, and it's something that a lot of times people don't think about until something goes wrong. So San Diego has actually been doing. Um, citizen oversight of the police department for just over 30 years. So um, although it's just kind of become more of a nationwide trend uh, that's widely known, probably within the last five to 10, um, San Diego, I think was really one of the, I don't say one of the first, but we were kind of a pioneer in in getting that going. And I think um, having that community input is is really important. So as we get further down the process, you know, we obviously are looking forward to having, you know, fresh new perspectives and thoughts uh, for people who are interested in being on our commission.
0: Yeah, and just one last question will the interim members become uh, full time members of the CPP or is is the whole group going to turn over.
1: Um, That's kind of a little bit up for the city council to decide um, with the implementation ordinance. it's silent on that uh the idea i think is that we'll probably have some turnover uh, as i said we do have several commissioners who have officially put in their full time of, of eight years so theoretically they would be turned out termed out uh the commission did make a recommendation not to have everyone replaced all at once just because obviously there's a lot of institutional knowledge uh, that many of the current commissioners have the other thing is there's a lot of training that goes in into it because when you're a commissioner you need to first learn, what are all the policies and procedures that the police department uses, uh, you know, in addition to like various aspects of the law. Now, we don't have to be attorneys, of course, we're going to have outside counsel that can help give guidance and things like that. But it's important for us to know what the San Diego police department policies are. So we know when those policies are are not being followed up on. So I always try to tell people, you know, when I first became, you know, uh, at the time a board member, I would say it probably took about six months for me to really kind of get up to speed. You know, we had a team leader that was kind of like my mentor and helped kind of train me on on how you do things and why we do what we do, plus also the policies and procedures. And then after that, it probably takes you know a good you know six months to to get good at what we're doing. So, you know, I would say it probably takes a good year for a new commissioner to really get fully up to speed and, and be really efficient at what they're doing. So if we were to replace all of our commissioners all at the same time. The risk there is we would potentially have, you know, a year where citizen oversight may not be as strong as we would like it to be here in San Diego so. That's a little bit for the City Council to to formalize and decide, but I would hope that they would at least maybe replace half uh, on the first phase and then maybe the year after potentially the other half.
0: Brandon Hilpert is the Chair of the Commission on Police Practices. Brandon, thank you.
1: You're welcome. My pleasure.